What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Water Boys Podcast. It is February—I mean, sorry, March twenty-second. And before we start off, um, let's just—I just wanted to say um, and share the news with everyone. Um, it's you know terrible to hear that an NBA legend, um, Elgin Baylor, has passed away today at the age of eighty-six. True legend. Um, you know, I remember when I was first started getting into basketball, right? Um, the person who you know got me into basketball, they were always they were always like encouraged me to get like learn about the legends. And one of the first legends I learned about was Elgin Baylor, and you know, an absolute scoring machine. And it, it kind of sucked he didn't win a ring, but you know, he's just a good guy and uh, a great guy and a and a really good teammate player. Um, if you don't know him, he was a beast in 2K, overpowered. He was my first pink diamond I ever pulled. Um, it's sad to hear that, you know. Yeah. He is an amazing player. He once dropped 71 points and 25 rebounds in a game. That's just crazy. Like, no matter what area you're playing in, that's just amazing. Yeah. Also, I mean, 61 points in an NBA Finals game and averaged 38, 19, and 5 while serving in the military. Uh, he played right, with the Lakers wow. on weekends. He would go serve in the military on the weekdays, and he would play for the Lakers on the weekends. It was just crazy. So that's just, that's, that's just a testament that's, of what a great guy he is. Yeah, that's amazing. Yep. The fact that he served in the, in the military and also played in the NBA. Right. He's, like, he's, he's it, a good it, guy. That shows you, like, how, commi- like, like how committed he is to, the, to this country, you know? He, and, he, to he the and, and to the right. game of basketball. And to the game of basketball, obviously, yeah. Right. But now, let's get into today's agenda. But before we go into today's agenda, let's just say what's up to the guys. We have Danny and Aman and... As always, you have me as well. Lick it. Let's get straight to it. Now, on today's yeah. agenda, a crazy weekend, I would say. Um, you know, a bunch of free agency, NFL free agency. Let's just get you caught up on that. Uh, Josh Reynolds signed with the uh, Raiders, I believe, if I am not mistaken. Um, and Deshaun Watson... Oh, sorry. He signed with the Titans. I read that wrong. And um, Deshaun Watson signs with the Rams. A huge pickup for the Rams. Huge pickup for the Titans, especially losing out on Corey Davis. Uh, and, and, and John o. Smith, and, um, yeah, but huge pickups for both teams, um, and now, free agency continues to get wilder, as Deshaun Watson has now racked up up to 10 allegations of, you know, misconduct and whatnot, but, ten? yeah, there was three more that were filed this morning, um, I think yeah. this is just terrible, I think he isn't that type of guy, um, Especially that many. I think people are, are just doing it for clout. Yeah, especially um, since, like, the first couple ones have come up. The fact that more people people stepped up after that is interesting, I would say. I mean, it, it could say you... They could give them more confidence to step out, but... Yeah. I haven't really looked into the actual, like, details, the evidence and all that, but... Same. From, mm-hmm. like, what it seems like, it seems like a lot of people are just stepping in after... After someone but comes make no mistake, way. and we just wanted to make it clear that if these are real allegations, then it's very serious. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. Something that could like, you know, and we don't want we as a team, we stand against any of that kind of misconduct. We just want to put it out there. But like the timing of this all seems kind of suspicious. Is what I'm saying, and what a bunch of what I've been reading up on is just like it seems very suspicious. But apart from you know the real life world, we're gonna stick with the sports world. Um, he's been getting huge, like, the, the talks with the, him to the Bears or to the Eagles have been heating up. Um, just, just let me, let me hear it. What do you guys got to say about that? 
And also, if I, he I goes, say, okay, yeah, you go for it. I, I want to say, if the Texans are doing this to him on purpose, they're complete idiots. Because you think about it, right? Mm-hmm. All they're doing is reducing his trade value. Like, let's just say that, right? Let's say the Texans are doing this on purpose because uh, they want to keep him and they don't want to let him let him go. But right. what they don't get is that Watson wants to sit out. Like, he legit does not want to play there. Like, he'd rather sit out the entire season and not play. Like, a, like, like a Bell did. Antonio oh, Brown. Or or Antonio Brown. Bell. Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, like, he's, like, willing to sit out the entire season. And mm. if I'm Texans, right now his value is really high. Like, 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 like people are, like, willing to give him, like, four first rounders and player. Like, that's right. ridiculous amount of, like, why don't they not do that? Because they're obviously rebuilding. Mm-hmm. They lost Bill Fuller. They lost B Hop. They lost, you know, basically the whole team. J.J. Watt, Tyron Matthew. Like right now, they're rebuilding. Why not let go of the quarterback? You know, it's just they're such a right. and uh, idiotic team to me. I hate them. Yeah, I think I think what Amon said was great. There, you know, you, you have a guy who doesn't want to play with you. Might as well get rid of him. Um, and you know, you don't waste money. You don't waste your time. Your investment, and you can, you know. Hopefully, use what you get from him as a return and continue to build his team. I mean, there's some great quarterbacks in this draft class. I mean, like, yeah. just, yeah, draft class. Same thing I'm on. Right. But what I'm trying to say is that, you know, if you look, right, from across the board, you know, starting off with Trevor Lawrence, obvious number one pick. Then you have Trey Lance. Uh, obvious number one pick, you mean Sarah Fuller, right? Hey, tripping, Florida, bro. Yeah. Oh what? my gosh, bro. Who's man? I, 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 I forgot Danny was in this call. Oh, <laughs> he's this tripping, game. bro. Oh my gosh. Have you, have you watched her tape, bro? Her tape is ridiculous. Her kickoff. I believe, I believe she set the school kickoff um, length by 38 yards. Right? <laughs> is that actually. Is that actually. <laughs> so, nah, 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 bro. She'd just be kicking field goals from 100 yards away, bro. It's literally <laughs> right. so yeah. easy. No, but what I'm trying to say is that, you know, across the board, you have once in generational type talent, right? Even if you lose on Deshaun Watson, you could get Zach Wilson. And that, you know, is, in my oh, opinion, oh, the perfect Kiddick, fit. You know? Yeah, but I think Zach Wilson would be a better fit for the Texans team because um, he's just built different, like literally. Uh, <laughs> and, um, but, like, so apart from the draft and apart from you know everything else that we talked about up to now, which teams do you guys um like want to see him play? So the teams that have come up as front runners and have continued been pushing for um a trade are the Eagles, Panthers, Jets, 49ers, Broncos, according to Arian Wilson. So, uh, I personally say Panthers. I would personally say Panthers. Uh, I think would be a really mm-hmm. good fit for him. And, and we talked, and we talked about this earlier. Yeah, um, with the Panthers giving him the keys to you know that offense. Yep. With- and they have the pick they can give him the eighth overall pick right now, right? And I think mm-hmm. that would be able to land them a good quarterback. Let's say like who? Uh, Trey Zach Lance, Wilson. Zach Wilson, uh, Justin Fields, some guy like that. I think they'll definitely be at least one of those guys still there because I don't think Lions. Lions aren't picking a quarterback. Eagles hopefully aren't picking a quarterback. <laughs> uh, Bengals are pro- definitely not picking a quarterback. Yeah, Falcons mm-hmm. probably picking a quarterback. And then, 
yeah. So at least one of those four guys will be left for those uh, for them to pick. And him, CMC, the two younger wide receivers, and DJ Moore and uh, Robbie Anderson. Uh, they have a younger defense that they kind of need to work on, but that's a really scary Brian offense. Burns, yeah. They have like, a really scary offense young, then. Man. Yeah, it's a it's a young it's a young offense, but it needs it needs. And and I think the Panthers are in a great position if they do get Deshaun Watson because you know the next even if like it doesn't work out right the first year, I'll give them uh, a top fifteen pick right. Um, in the uh, in the upcoming draft, where they can pick a defensive player and improve the defensive that way, and you know we never know what's going to happen with Luke Keekley. He might come back, he might not, um, because you know we've seen players come back from retirement, like Kyle Long and um, you know other players that I can't come to my mind at the moment. But I think getting Deshaun Watson Rob, to the Gronkowski Panthers, recently, and, and also, Gronkowski, and also I'd say dude, um, Deshaun Watson's being paid like well, like thirty forty mil, right? If the Texans get rid of him, right, and trade him, they will save, like, $40 million on that cap. So, for next season, they could, like, sign, you know, so, like, for example, right, they, can, right? they could sign they some out. talent. Like, you know, Juju signed a one-year contract for $8 mil. Right. You're opening up to give him, like, you, you could possibly give him a big contract um, and sign him to your team. And he's a good player, you know, despite everything off the uh, field. He's still a really good player. Correct. So, correct. <sighs> stop. <laughs> yeah, that's well, just, just you know, where... he's vibing exactly. to the Corvette. Corvette. He's just he's just enjoying it. Yeah. But um, that's just where Sean Watson is currently at right now. Now let's switch gears and go to the NBA. Um, so I don't know if you guys recently saw. Um, let's just start off with the injuries. I think we should start off with the injuries, not the trades yet. But bro, so... my boy LeBron. Oh yep. my god. <laughs> LeBron's expected to miss three to four weeks after that high ankle sprain. Lakers already missing out on Anthony Davis. It's know, looking like, rough, bro. Sad. The Lakers like, are gonna drop to like they're gonna. I am. I'm, I don't. How long? I don't even know how long Anthony Davis has to come back, bro. I think he has about two weeks. Still two weeks. Sheesh. Jeez. Oh my gosh. I think they're gonna go drop down to like a six, seven seed before LeBron and AD <laughs> come back, bro. But think about this. Think about this. If if um the Lakers do drop, right? Like all the way down to like the sixth, seventh seed and they have to play excuse me, like the um first or like yeah. Yeah, right. They play the high seeds in the in the first round and then they play, you know, all the low seeds up to the finals and then oh yeah. That might be an easier way for them to get into get the rid finals of, if I'm being honest. Get, get rid, rid of the, the high competition. seeds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Play, be the eighth A's. seed, get, knock out the knock out the Jazz first round, sailing from there. <laughs> yeah, be yeah, but bro, it was mm-hmm. it's kind of insane to see LeBron like actually get injured, bro. Every time right. you see him roll he, his ankle or anything like that, he sits on the ground for a minute and he just gets back up. Like it, it, nothing happened like five seconds ago. But he's actually like in a boot now. I'm, I'm not hurt. But like, there's pictures uh, yesterday of the Suns game. With him in the boot, and that's just like crazy to see because I don't remember the last time LeBron actually got like injured, injured. And I don't think that's I think, ever happened. I think before. that was like two years ago when he, or like whenever he first joined the Lakers, he missed like eighteen games. Oh yeah, right? the groin, the groin injury, yeah. And that killed like the Lakers because you know they were like third or second in the conference, and they fell all the way down to like yeah. ninth. But now they, 12th. they, they didn't have any players that could score like Dennis Schroeder or Montrezl Harrell, and. Oh, what do you mean, Kyle Kuzma? A Kyle, Kyle Kuzma is not the same. He's definitely. I didn't. I think he's a better player now than he was then, but he just has a lesser role. 
Um, I felt like they should have, you know, when the whole trade happened, right? The, we're kind of going off topic, but it's fine. Um, it's like the same topic, anyways. But I thought, um, instead of you know trading away Brandon Ingram and Zo, uh, I think they should have kept at least Brandon Ingram and traded away Kyle Kuzma because Kyle Kuzma had immense value that year because of how yeah, we but off. they didn't know how Brandon Ingram would become like that good. So I don't blame them because Kyle Kuzma was playing amazing. So I they I guess they mm-hmm. wanted to keep them. And yeah, but now they have Dennis Schroeder. If Dennis Schroeder and Montrose Hero can play well, I don't see them losing every single game coming up. And Taylor Horton Tucker, Kyle Kuzma, those four people. He's are- a really good rookie. He's underrated, in my opinion. Yeah, he is. Speaking- he's he's such a good steal. Speaking he was such of rookies. Speaking so, of rookies. Oh, go ahead. So, if uh, so, let's say in a month or so, right? If the Ebron and AD come back together. Do you still have them as a top five team, or do you think the value in their, you know, I would team say chemistry is going to fall? What do you think? I would say they move down to top ten. I would say... My I probably say top, top six. I, yeah, at least top ten, top seven. I, yeah, I would say top seven, because just, like, pure talent-wise, uh, they're just crazy. I The only thing I'm a little concerned about is how they will play together in the playoffs. I know last year, right. their team was went crazy in the playoffs, bro. They were unstoppable. No one could mm-hmm. beat them. Uh, and we just have to see how that's going to transition, because now we have two really new good scores in Dennis Schroeder and Montresaro, but we are lacking our interior defense now, because we lost JaVale and Dwight. So we're going to see right. how, to, how that transitions. And a big thing so, about their like success last year was their Chemistry, Same really. height and chemistry, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, they played many games together, which helped build that chemistry. And, you know, with all the injuries that's happening now, that's just tough. Yeah, man, like, I think they have to go out and get a big in, uh, like, maybe in the bio market. Or maybe... <laughs> yes, sir, we're going to get Andre Drummond. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think they should get a big. I think they should get, like, a shooting guard, a reliable shooting guard. Bro, yes, please give me a second to rant about this man, Wesley Matthews, bro. <laughs> this man is the definition of a living brick. He's Danny Green 2.0. We got Danny Green just to replace oh, him with Wesley bro, Matthews, Danny bro. Green and then Danny Green bro. decides to pop off on the Sixers. But no, no, no. This yeah. man, Wesley Matthews, every single game, I look at this man's stat line after seeing it once. He goes like 0 for 3, 1 for 6. Literally, he's played like one good game this season. And he's just a living brick the rest of it. It's just Bro. so annoying because we thought he was going to be our better version of Danny Green because he has the same type of defense as Danny Green. And we thought since Danny Green was going to be, he was so trash that Wesley Matthews could hit some shots, but this man cannot make a shot for his life. I can't. Yeah, like, that was my rant reason, about Wesley Matthews. For some reason, Danny Green's been shooting like. 40% from 30 to see where the yeah, Sixers. You don't, you I don't, don't have know to why. remind me, bro. You don't have to remind me. Bro, what is he garbage? I don't know Actually, no, he was doing well before the bubble. He was doing pretty well before the bubble. It was just the bubble yeah, difference, bro. Yeah, he was playing pretty well. I'm not even going to lie. He would he would actually hit a jump shot. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> actually he, would, hit a jump he, he would actually hit one. But, you know, <laughs> with all these injuries, right, and we're getting in this crucial time, because remember, the NBA is no longer 82 games. It's 72 games this year because of COVID. So, right. that's going to play a big role in, you know, what, like playoffs and you know, future games to come because the league, right? The thing with the league and the way the league has become, it's become a lot faster paced, higher scoring, right? You don't rely on defense that much. 
I think the last time I saw a solid defensive team, I'm thinking the Celtics. 28, uh, I think 20, like the one with Horford, you know, Tatum. Um, uh, yeah, it was like, like when really Horford was a really good defensive team. I would say the last really good defense team is like. I'm not any talking about a really good defensive team. I'm talking about like a team that played solid defense. Now, like I don't really see that much good defense in the league. Anymore. I would like, say like the last Spurs team with Kawhi had a really good defensive team. Right, and that was like what, like five, six years ago. Uh, whenever now, whenever Kawhi got injured, when was that? Like 2017 or something like that. I think it was 2016. No, no, 2016. Oh, 2000, no, it was 2017 because they had Durant. That was the first year of Durant, so it was 2017. Oh, okay. But yeah, no, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, like, the league has turned into this type of, you know, basketball. And what that requires is you need your star players no matter what. Like, no matter what. Yeah. Because, because now, how the, before, right? Um, if your star player was out, okay, you had a bunch of other Vogue guys who played well together, you had one guy who was going off, right, and you just keep passing him the ball, and boom, he becomes your star player for the game. Now, you don't have a star player, it's like, you know, walking to kindergarten without your mommy for the first time. You don't know what's happening. So, true. You're so right. I think, like, like mm-hmm. I've seen, I've seen this season at least, I've seen uh, many teams crumble without their, you know, without their elite score or their uh, so-called star. <laughs> And, like, I, and then crazy. a lot of people are going to say, like, obviously, yeah, because it's the lead scorer and everything. But, you know, I'm thinking back to, I don't know, like the Heat, right? Or, or um, I, I can't think off the top of my head right now. But, like, in the Celtics, you know, when Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett were there. If, if Paul Pierce was out, you know, they had Kevin Garnett stepping in. Or they had another guy. Or, like, some Ray Allen step in, right? If LeBron and Dwayne Wade was out, they had Chris Bosh stepping in. They had Matt Miller. They had Mario Chalmers. They had those guys stepping in. Um, the Cavs, even, right? When Kyrie and LeBron were out, they had K Love, Matthew Delavadova, um, Kyle Korver, even J.R. Smith. They, you know, they had other guys to build off of. But now the league's just turning into who has the most star players and who has, you know, what star players. That's a major reason why some star players aren't getting traded. With that, we're going to transition to the trades block right now because the NBA deadline's coming in. Um, Aaron Gordon has requested a trade. The Cavs have, like, came out forward and said that they're going to trade Andre Drummond, and they're not playing him at all, um, which I think was really stupid. But this is, you know, the, the league's turning right now, and I don't know how else to phrase it other than, you know, it's becoming crazy. Ow. Um, uh, yeah. It, wait, one second, guys. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, what's up? happened nothing like my chair got stuck underneath um underneath my desk and it was just like stuck and i was trying to get up and then i, I hurt myself and i was like trying to regroup regroup okay all right ready yeah all right so with all these trades right the, the league is changing in ways that you know it, unprecedented and i think it's something to look out for word right i think if you want a team right to win a championship right now i think it has to start with defense and i think the spurs are a great example of that you know they play some solid fundamental defense which helps them to stay in you know playoff contention we look at the spurs right after Kawhi left duncan retired parker left 
Bellinelli left. Um, Ginobili retired. They didn't have any star players. To this day, they don't have anyone who comes out in the top or, or like, you think of and is they like the DeMar, first yeah. but that's basically it. Yeah. They have DeMar, yeah. but he's kind of regressed, but, and he's... Nah, he's having a pretty good, he's a, he's no, having a pretty bro. good season this, this year. He's been really good this he's year. He's been balling yeah, this year. Yeah, probably an all-star level. My bad, my bad. Really yeah, he, bad. I think he should have replaced, um, Devin Booker. He's definitely Again, one of the candidates. Again, is underrated. And I haven't checked up on DeMar in a while. So I mean, yeah, the Spurs are kind of like uh, not really a but team like, right now to check up on, so I don't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what I'm, I'm trying to say it. is, like, you know, they don't they don't have, you know, these high-scoring numbers. Like, DeMar is a great player, but he doesn't drop 40 or 30 points like Bradley Beal or, or a LeBron or, you know, Curry does. Um, and they still are in – they're winning games. They're not like the Rockets who, you know, lose 20 games. Or they're, you know, not like the Timberwolves who can't seem to get over 10 wins in a season. They're staying in those contentions. And that's because they have that defense. Greg Popovich is one of the greatest minds of basketball. And, you know, with the coaching staff, with him, Becky Hammond, Tim Duncan, they've implemented really good defense, fundamental defense. And all they need to work on is on the offensive side of the ball, which they've struggled with. But that's the reason why they're in the, you know, entire uh, contention is, in playoff contention at least, is because they play good defense. Now, you're a team, and you're looking for good defensive depth, you're looking for someone, and then you hear Andre Drummond is, is, getting tra- is on the trading block. First person that comes to my mind, oh, let me add one more thing, right? You're looking for, and then you hear Andre Drummond, and then you also lo- are looking to trade your starting center because, you know, you're not happy with the way he's playing or, you know, he's underperforming, whatever. And, you know, you hear Honor Drummond coming on the market. And the first one that comes to my mind, or the first team, the Dallas Mavericks. Reports have Mavericks? Come out. Yep. Huh. The, the Dallas Mavericks, I say this for a simple reason. You know, they need help in the center position. Uh, Porzingis hasn't been playing that well. You know, he's on and off. He's inconsistent. He wasn't like he was in the Knicks. And, um... And what I'm trying to get at is here is that, you know, there was also reports of him being traded as well. I don't know if you guys saw that. But, yep. but the, Ma- the Mavericks, right, they're a special team. They're, again, surrounded by one superstar, Luka Doncic, who, who has some help around him, right? He has Josh Richardson, um, Porzingis, I guess you could say, and um, Max Kleber, I guess. Yeah, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. is also Kleber. pretty good. He's been playing pretty Yeah, well. Tim Hardaway Jr., I, I, my bad, I forgot he was on that team. And Boban, um, the legend. I thought he'd be Boban, Marianovic. Yes, Boban. Uh. And, and of course, Boban, who is just an absolute legend. But I'm telling you, if this trade happens with Porzingis to the Cavs and, and Drummond to, you know, the Mavericks, this helps out both teams. I'll, let, let me explain, because some people might get confused. Why would you trade, you know, Drummond to... The Mavericks. Mavericks struggle with, you know, finding a good center. After Nowitzki left, um, they've struggled in that well, position. Well, Nowitzki was a power forward, though. He also played center, like, uh, like half oh, of the yeah. game. Yeah, but, but what, I'm trying, get, center, what I'm trying to get at is that they're also struggling on the defensive side. Right? Yeah, you have okay. Boban, who's really tall, and he can block, but he's not that mobile. Andre Drummond is known for blocking the shots. He's known for eating up rebounds. He averages, like, 15 rebounds a game. Um... He's, he's also good on that pick and roll, which Luca uses a lot. I don't know if you guys watch my other games. He does use quite a bit pick and rolls. And, um, I, and then if you look on the flip side with the Cavs, right? 
this is great for Porzingis. He has a team who, who, who can facilitate around him, basically. Right? You have him, Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, um, two really good uh, uh, backcourt players. They've been popping off, and I'm not being biased here because I'm a Cavs fan, but they have been popping off recently. Um, like those two players, not the team, because you know the team kind of stinks right now. Um, and you're also giving in height to this Cleveland team, right? And you're pairing him up with Jared Allen, who's an up-and-coming center in the league right now. This this benefits both teams, so I I don't see any problem with this trade. What do you guys think? I so basically. See, the only reason, I don't think they're going to go for a trade. I think no one really is willing to trade for Andrew Drummond. I I understand where you're coming from, but from what I have heard is no team is really, like, they're looking at him, but they haven't really, like, all the offers they've given up for him, like, the Cavs haven't uh, liked. So I think what's going to end up happening is a buyout. Buyout, And he's going to end up signing with someone, hopefully the Lakers. Please. And yes. For basically nothing, too. Yeah, he's, yeah, I definitely think he's going to go to a contender for literally nothing. So. Yeah. Similar to like Blake Griffin. And yeah, same way. Like, yeah. Made the debut last night, had an outstanding five minutes, <laughs> 15 minutes played, two minutes scored, and, and two and points scored. But he dunked it. He dunked it. They, they, they scammed the league. They scammed the league. He played 15 minutes, he dunked the ball once, though. <laughs> they scammed them, bro. Oh my gosh, the scam, the scam. Uh, uh, one more no, last thing on the agenda for today. Aaron Gordon has also come out this morning and requested the Magic for a trade. Um, Gordon is a young player in the league. He has potential. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, I think he's like, what, like six? He's oh, like six years. No, I'm like talking about how many years he was in the league. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he's yeah. 25, which is really young. And... Uh, he was drafted in 2014, so about seven years now. Um, what do you guys think? Like, let me hear it. Um, so like, I think he could Aaron be a good Gordon, role player on lots of teams, but I yeah, don't see anything like, past like, that. Like, good player team, coming off the bench, or maybe even a, a starter just coming in. Uh, you know? I, but I, I would think, more see him coming off the bench for any team that's trying to get him, though. I think, uh, all right, so you say, you're saying that he, whenever team he goes through, he's no longer a starter. He's going to be, you know, bench player. I know. Like, okay, wait, not, not bench player. I would say role player on the team. Role player. Yeah, okay. Um, I think the best team for him would be the Bulls. Um, the Bulls? Yeah. I'm coming out and saying Interesting this. one. What, you want to see Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon put on a dunk show every game? <laughs> no, no. Other, other than that, right? Other than that. Think about the Bulls roster, right? They have Wendell Carter Jr., right? Laurie Markkinen. Um, they have Kobe White, Zach Levine. Who's filling in that number five sp- or, or the number three spot? Uh, I forget. Anyone know? Cor- oh, their center position? No, I'm talking about the small forward position. Oh, oh small forward, okay. Small forward. Small forward. Okay. forward. I, for- so well, I don't even know. Plays forward. Yeah, Markkinen. Exactly Markkinen my point. Exactly my point. I uh, think it's Patrick Williams, actually. Yeah, it is uh, probably Patrick, Patrick Williams. Williams. Okay. Patrick Williams. Let's see their small forwards on their roster. Otto Porter, yes. actually. It might be Otto Porter. Uh, Patrick Williams or Otto Porter? I, whoever it is, right? I think adding in Aaron Gordon gives them immense depth. Um, Aaron Gordon, he can play the, the, the four or the three. 
Um, he he can't play the five yet, but because he's not that tall. Um, but I think adding in Aaron Gordon and with the current young Bulls team, the spacing I think would be very good. I think that would also represent a major threat for other teams because you have to guard Kobe White who can um, shoot the three. You have to guard um, Zach Levine who can do basically everything. You have to guard um, Aaron Gordon who, if you don't look, he can blow right past you and take you to the rim and dunk on you. And you also have to look at Laurie Markkinen who can shoot the three mid-range and can also back you down. And you also have to look at Wendell Carter Jr. who can body you in the paint. And defensively, this team, I think, will probably get better with adding um, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. Well, and even, even if he doesn't, even if he doesn't start coming off the bench, that's like giving you a Jabari Parker who hadn't got injured. Jabari he, Parker was very explosive before he got injured, right? And yeah. now he isn't as explosive anymore. And it's sad to see, you know, what injury could do to a player. But I think if you get Aaron Gordon, who's still healthy, young. Build it off of him, bada bing, bada boom. You got a player. See, the question is, it's a trade, not a signing. So who would they give up in this trade? That's a good question. Um, I feel like they don't really have anyone to give to. Exactly. <laughs> to the like me, point, bro. If I'm Aaron Gordon, I, I, I'm going to a, like a a fringe contender, someone like the Knicks, someone like um. No contender. No, the Knicks okay. don't need any more power forwards, bro. No, like, so I'm giving you examples of good teams that mm-hmm. are right now, like, fringe playoffs. But mm-hmm. in the next step, they'll probably, like, like, they'll be close to contenders. Like, the Hawks. Maybe the Hawks. Maybe, um, huh, let me think. Who else? Maybe the Spurs? <laughs> you see that? See, the, the, Spurs? the Spurs, you know, I think that would be all right, especially after they lost LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, that's actually not bad of a, you know, pickup for the Spurs. But, again, who are the Spurs going to give that the Magic will like is my, you know, I'm just um, repeating the question back to you. And obviously there's a lot to think about other than just players. You know, you got to think about cap space and their contract and what type of um, player you're going to get. Also, he the- says he wants to go to a big market team. Big market team where he can start getting some something like brand deals off or something like that. I oh. heard that, so... What are you talking about, the Lakers? <laughs> no, no, he specifically stated that he wants to go to... Dude, I swear, NBA thing. should just, like, stop playing around and just make, like, only two teams in the, in the entire NBA. The yeah. Lakers and the Nets. GG, like, bro, just, just give just it to everyone. Just, just give us, bro. Like, no, just imagine that, like, it just be, like, an all-star game all over again. Every <laughs> player in the East goes to plays for the Nets, and every player in the West goes to play with the Lakers. Bro, I would want to see that. Oh no cap. I want to see a seven-game series with just all-stars from one one division, all-stars from one conference, and all-stars from another. Like, an actual, like, intense game. And they actually game. try. Yeah, they, exactly. and they actually and try. They try. That would be the most entertaining event ever. I'm not even going to lie. Like, that would be so like, entertaining. Like Instead right of an now, all-star what? weekend, we have, like, a five-game series over, like, Monday, uh, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, two games on <laughs> Friday, two games on Saturday, and if we have another one, we have one game on Sunday, right? That would just mm-hmm. be the most entertaining thing ever. Bro, if they actually try, like, oh my god. I mean, like, we Bro. saw what happens if the all-star players actually try. Uh, on that, like, I think two years ago, the All-Star game, you know, after Kobe Bryant died, um, that would be entertaining yeah. to watch. I agree with Danny. Make, maybe, like, like, 
maybe if they don't do like a seven series game, they could probably make like the game longer, like eight or like six. Quarters. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I just wanted to be like longer, longer played out, and uh, maybe like it's competitive the whole way through, not just like in an all star game where people are just letting them dunk. There's literally no defense being played at all. Right. So maybe right. like some punish <laughs> instead of giving the rewards to people who who are winning, we give punishments to the losers. And with that, we're gonna end it on that note. Um, it was a good episode we talked about today. You know, we covered Deshaun Watson, uh, you know, trade rumors and everything that's going on with him, and uh, just like you know, regular stuff. And then as well as you know, the trades and you know, NBA and the game of basketball. Really, um, make sure you guys tune in again on uh thursday now because you know we record on mondays and wednesdays and fridays but the episodes come out like a day late because of you know editing and all that stuff um so if you hear stuff that like a day uh, like late is because of that um if you haven't already go check out our instagram page at waterboys underscore podcast and our twitter page at waterboys p that's a capital p um other than that we will see you all again oh and go make sure to follow our spotify which is, again, at Waterboys Podcast. Thank you all, and have a great week. Peace. Peace! <laughs> <laughs>